I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois Dumois. said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about a huge celebrity couple announcement. Jay Cutler, Ezra Miller, and a Timothy Chalamet dating update, plus more information about a CW showrunner blind item. We're discussing all of this and more with Ryan Bailey. Ryan is the host of the daily iHeartRadio podcast, So Bad It's Good, focusing on pop culture and reality shows. He's also an actor having appeared on many projects, including The Office and How I Met Your Mother. Ryan is so knowledgeable and such a blast to talk to. Let's get started. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Do You?, um, sorry, I'm already laughing because 
I can't say this with a straight face. Yeah. Okay. I'm really excited to have, like, I feel like we're friends at this point. Yeah. I mean, kind so, of. I mean, I do, con- yeah. I do consider you one of my closest friends, actually, which is sad. Oh, like- my God. That's so nice. <laughs> well, I mean, at this rate, at the rate I'm going, I have no friends. So <laughs> you might be my only friend. <laughs> Welcome to the club, do Yeah. Yeah. You know, like when you work. When you work 24-7, people just start to, you know, give up on you socially. So, well, let me introduce you. Um, Today's guest is Ryan Bailey. He is the host of the daily iHeartRadio podcast, So Bad, It's Good, focusing on pop culture and reality shows. You're also an actor, which I kind of had an idea, but I did not know that you've appeared on The Office and how I met your mother, mm-hmm. and some yeah. re- and some really bad lifetime movies. Those are your words, not so mine. Bad. I just want so bad. So no, I know. so bad. They're very bad. Yeah. Okay. And you are currently shadow banned from Instagram, and you believe it's because of Lisa Rinna. <laughs> That's what I've been cracking up about because what what did what did you do to her, Ryan? What did you know? You what here's the deal. I think it's like a coordinated attack. I think it's like the Charmies or whatever. I think it's literally is that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is we're about to get the premiere, and I went hard on Lisa Rinna. I've gone hard on her all because I I want her on the show, but I think she is one of the worst housewives of all time, but in a way that I never want her to leave. So I will make that very vocal on my Instagram account and my podcast. And I do a really good Lisa Rinna imitation where it's like, yeah, I'm Lisa Rinna. <laughs> and just like annoying laugh. And <laughs> <laughs> Harry's Bolognese. <laughs> and it's, it's like that. that, again. Doesn't, that doesn't it's a, it's dead on. Like her. It's dead. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm so it's dead on. But anyways, I have a feeling uh, you can report anything on Instagram and all of a sudden I got reported for all of these things and Instagram will never tell you your quote unquote shadow band, but they show those like statistics of like, I can't have any branded content until July 18th. I got a three month ban so I can still post on there, but nobody sees it anymore. So it's like, I feel like I'm like an independent artist again. You know, how like when everything's flowing and like new people are seeing your stuff and then all of a sudden you're just cut off. And I just find it really suspicious that it happens right two weeks before Beverly Hills premieres when I'm going to go so hard on Lisa Rinna again and Erica Jane. Wow, that's quite a conspiracy theory, Ryan. I know, I know. I'm starting to sound. No, it's like I only believe in conspiracy theories when it comes to Bravo. Everything else is. Well, you mentioned the Charmies. I didn't know you posted about Timothy Chalamet because I actually have an update about his dating life. Do you ever get do you ever wait? Do you ever get scared when you're about to drop some knowledge because like you know they're listening so intensely right now, and if you say the wrong thing, this could blow up really bad. I mean, I've been attacked by all fandoms. So, no, at this point, like, I'm not scared. Okay. But, I mean, you know, they've come at me from many different angles. And now that I'm, like, more active on Twitter, I get a lot more hate on Twitter because they're more vocal there. Yeah, Twitter Twitter is like a big garbage can. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a huge garbage can. And I love it. I love when people write in hate comments because then I know who to block. I don't want that negativity. (laughs) Oh my God. You're like the Jax Taylor of internet gossip. You know, I'm not going to block you if you come at me in a, 
you know, intellectual and rational way. But when you're telling me I suck and, you know, <laughs> telling me my mother never loved me, you're going to get blocked. <laughs> you're going to get blocked. Yeah, that, so. Wait, somebody, somebody said that last night to me about Paige from Summer House because I, I wrote a thing about Paige. I posted something on Instagram and somebody said, I just called her a horrible lady and she blocked me. I want and I was like, duh, like she acted. Just, I'm like, of course she blocked you. You called her a horrible person. Like, I love when people are shocked after they say something bad and then something like I'm not even the hugest page of Sorbo fan. But come on, if you say something bad about her, she's going to block you. Yeah. And I think that that's your right as a creator. People get so surprised when I you know, respond or if I publicly respond and their defense is always, well, it's easy for you. You're anonymous. Well, I have news for everyone. If my name was Sally Smith, I'd still be saying the same shit to you. And and that was the name on my account. I'd still be saying the same shit to you publicly if you attack me. Wait, you know, are you going on record saying you're Sally Smith? Is that is yes. that the official name? OK, uh, yes. yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I sometimes agree like but do you ever get those ones where like they'll come at me if I'm having a bad day? I'm like, I agree with you. I think I suck. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> like you, like you, like sometimes I'll be like, you're the one that gets it. Everybody else is fooled, but you know, you know, the real me, you know? No, I, that's so funny because if somebody does say something that's valid, like, like one time I wrote a comment and I, and it was on a, one of my posts and I, and I said, sorry guys, I got confused. And someone was like, do you get confused a lot? And I was like, that is true. I do get confused a lot. So if somebody says something valid, like I think it's funny and I agree. But if somebody just, you know, even if you knew my name, it, it that doesn't mean you would, you know, you know me or you know anything about me. So if you're going to attack, I'm going to block or I'm going to if I'm in a mood, I'm going to fucking call it out publicly. I recently got on TikTok, which I know you have as well. And people have already been wanting me like, get ready. You know, you think Twitter's bad. Oh, yeah. They're going to really like get ready for like people to make fun of your looks for this, for yeah. that. And I'm like, this is wild that people mentally prepare you for going into a new social media. Oh yeah. Yeah. I just actually um, had one of my favorite TikTok creators on my Spotify show last night. And I said to her that I'm in the honeymoon phase on TikTok because I don't have that many followers. So everyone's really, really nice. But obviously <laughs> if one of your, if one of your videos lands on the for you page, like you're fucked, like yeah, no. you're going <laughs> to, you're so fucked. What led, what led to Ryan's demise? Well, he couldn't handle a TikTok comment and he, uh, he checked himself into a, yeah. okay, sorry. We got derailed guys. Um, let's talk about Timmy. So somebody asked a question in the Q and a from yesterday, today's Tuesday. I just like to remind everyone the podcast comes out on Thursday, just in case anything major happens that sort of contradicts anything we talk about today. Um, I just like to remind everyone what day this is recorded. So somebody asked me, if he was still seeing the woman that he was seen kissing at Coachella, did you see that <laughs> video, Ryan? Yeah, of course. I mean, I was at Coachella. I was there on the same hallowed grand grounds as Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Did you run into him or did you see him around? Uh, I saw a lot of uh, feminine looking men. Um, no, I, I, I he was. Ryan. No, I did not. I know. I'm no, I'm just saying. No, I just I think it's I grew up in a time when DiCaprio did Titanic. And I just remember he has that same kind of energy where women are so obsessed with him. And it's that same kind of look where it's like this kind of male, female attractiveness within one person. But 
but you heard rumors of like Chalamet was in VIP or Chalamet was in the Rose Garden or Chalamet okay. was in the Sahara tent, but nothing, uh, nothing Got that it. I saw with my own two. Okay. So somebody asked if he was still seeing the woman that he was seen kissing. And I said, I didn't think so because it seemed like a Coachella hookup. That's what it seemed like to me. And so I said, I didn't think so. And somebody responded, can confirm that they've been spending time together. I said, is it Eva? Because Eva was allegedly the name of the woman identified in the video where he was making out with some girl with a white top and jeans. And the person responds, name isn't Eva. She's a friend of mine and I don't want to disclose her name, but can tell you that they were together after Coachella. And I said, okay, well, this must be someone else then. And the person said, yes, she came back from L.A. this weekend. So she is not Eva. She is this mystery person who the source says they don't want to disclose her name. Apparently, she was staying at Timothy's since Coachella. We were all shocked, but she did confirm he hooked up with multiple girls that weekend. So let me just clarify, because I I think it's kind of worded uh, a little bit confusing. He's now seeing someone. They won't tell me her name. And the person he's seeing now is aware that while he was at Coachella, he probably made out with a lot of girls. This is a needle in a haystack. I mean, like we could be searching for years for this person because (laughs) everybody at Coachella would have made out with Timothy Chalamet. Like even the dudes, like all of us would have made out with Timothy Chalamet. So we're looking for potentially anybody that has a heartbeat. No, this this person that he's now dating wasn't seen with him at Coachella. This is like what I'm trying to say. Oh, so you're saying she wasn't there at all. Yeah. So she wasn't at Coachella, but she was aware of his kissing bandit tendencies while at Coachella. But now they're seeing each other. She's she was staying at his house since Coachella. Good. I mean, good. For, I mean, good for both of them. I mean, they sound like they're in love. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's like uh, could you, I'm still la- I'm still laughing at the girl who did the press release with her sister and oh, tried to, like, no, that's Ryan, still, to me. That don't was so there. I'm sorry. It was just so funny. And it was just like it was such a brilliant manipulation and not a brilliant, but it was just sad and funny. But yeah, I mean, this is like so it could be anybody in the world, really. Right. Like they just they weren't at Coachella. Right. So, I mean, I will say that this information did not come from a burner. It did not come from a fan account. It came from a real person's account. So I do think that this is a real girl. I didn't ask if she's famous. I kind of assumed she wasn't by the way she was talking about her friend. Um, But she did at the end say, let me see if I could tell you more information at a later date. So that's what I wanted to ask you. Do you then bookmark this and go, I'm going to let it breathe for 48 hours and come back like, what's up, girl? Like and like then try to get some more info. Yeah, exactly. Like I just got that message yesterday because the Q&A was posted yesterday. So I will I will circle back. I will circle back. And I don't like to press. I don't because I don't like to press. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not like a, no, (laughs) No! I like it. it. You let them come to, yeah, you let them come to you. And then it's just, it's a, it's a a seduction of information. Ooh, I love that. A seduction. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Can we, can we add that to the new do show on HBO max, please? (laughs) I'll let the writers know. I'll let the writers know. Does somewhere else have to pay you every time they mention your name? Because it's literally you are the like you have been on this show more on Summer House this season than Alex has. Like it's like every episode they're bringing you up. 
Uh, can you confirm or deny that you are Amanda Batula? <laughs> I am not Amanda Batula, ah. but and they don't pay me, but I do sign a release. They do send no, me a release. For real? Do you get, do, is yeah. that like he, he, he when you get a sign? I would love that. You know, it just, it happens so quick. I don't, I think the first time it happened, I was like, wow, that's cool. And then, and I've had other Bravo shows come to me for, to sign releases or to see if they could share information, not for information, but to see if they yeah. could share information as well. Um, so I'm happy to help, you know, any way I can, but <laughs> Yes, the summer house I heard. I haven't been watching, so I don't really. Oh my god, you're like Paige is always laying in bed, and I just know she's like looking at your site or Amanda. <laughs> like Sierra and Paige just lay in bed, and I know they're just scrolling Demois the whole time because <laughs> next episode is the finale of the reunion, and they're totally bringing you up because you were in the preview, and it's going to all be about the Cavallari stuff again. Oh, well, oh, my God, you're giving me the best segues because my next piece of information is about Jay Cutler with a KCAV cameo. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for are? sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe body program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. Okay, this was so random. Someone just randomly sent me this DM and I just thought it was interesting. Okay, let me just also preface by saying this is alleged information. <laughs> I, I have not followed up with the parties involved. So somebody says Jay Cutler was caught having an affair that has gone on for a few years with a neighbor's wife. They were all on vacation together and he followed her into the bathroom and they had sex. 
They got caught and the husband scrolled through her phone and realized it has been happening for a long time. On the same vacation, Jay was texting Kristen and trying to manipulate her and make her feel guilty that she wasn't there and how she should have kept the family together. Supposedly, the friend whose wife it was is Justin Timberlake's best friend. Also, supposedly, Kristen is really great and cool. Full disclosure, Kristen was... (laughs) Is Is this from Kristen? Kristen is really dope. (laughs) Full disclosure, Kristen was telling people in a text chain, fuck him. I hope this gets out. It's out, I guess. Is this this Justin Anderson? Who is it? This sounds very pro Kristen Cavallari. (laughs) No, imagine it's Justin Anderson's like burner account. Like (laughs) all this information. It's not. He, and P.S. I hear Justin has a huge dong. <laughs> sorry, sorry. No, it's like oh. and P.S. Justin Anderson does really good hair. Yeah, good I hair. heard on this text <laughs> chain. Um, no, it's not Justin at all. It's not. It's someone. It's, again, it's not from a burner account. It's from a real person account. Justin Timberlake's best friend. I mean, isn't that J.C. Chazé in my head? You've got to remain best friends with your boy band members, you know? It's not J.C. Chazé. They do say the name of the best friend, but I don't really think I should say who it is. And they do tell me how they know this information. But again, just to protect the source of this information, I'm not going to disclose that. But, I mean, Jay Cutler, man, he is like a dog. He's the Austin Kroll of the NFL. Like, I'm sorry I'm so obsessed with Summer (laughs) House right now, but it really, like, he gets, like, he... Girls seem to throw themselves at him. And then I'm not super into sports, so I don't have that attachment of him as a hero. But I'll look at pictures where I'm just like, I just like, whoa, like that's just so not like I can see how girls would think Tom Brady's cute, but I just don't even see it with Jay Cutler. Yet he gets all of these beautiful women. I mean, friends, wives are throwing themselves at him on vacation. He's sneaking into bathrooms. The guy also just doesn't seem to be like a great dude when it comes to women. Yeah. And he is on Raya and I know he's out and about in Nashville a lot. So I feel like I needed to just get this information out there in case anyone listening currently thinks they're dating Jay Cutler because I'm sure he's talking to a lot of girls right and as like a girl when you're texting a guy you know I think I'm not going to speak for all women but I like to think that you're the only one they're texting you know <laughs> that's uh, really a Ryan, hearty laugh that was like Go, such a come on. no because you wait wait you watch all like you watch Bravo you watch all these shows like guys like that's like the one thing is that guys are texting like six people six girls at I once know, usually but I like to be naive I like to be naive so I that's, like to think that's that how that's- you're going to get taken advantage of, do I know it like you do. You need to have your guards up. All ladies out there do. No, you're right. Which is why I'm sharing this information on my podcast. <laughs> it's a public I service know, announcement. Yeah, I know people. I know that he's on Raya. I know people have met him at bars in Nashville. I know he likes to party. Does the the wife's husband know? Was that made clear in the in the email? Yes, that was made. OK, very clear that was the, the OK. So that OK, so that's. Can you and and am I allowed to ask you probably not allowed to say this? Is he famous? I don't know. I mean, maybe being Justin Timberlake's 
best friend. I don't know. They just gave a first name and I don't recognize it, but maybe he's someone in the industry. Maybe he's works in music. Yeah. But like the best friend of like a Justin Timberlake is like, it's like food God with Kim Kardashian. It's like, eh, you know, he's not, you know, I'm neither here nor there with food God, but I, I just think that if he's not famous, it's a double blow to the ego having somebody like I, I dated a girl, like a long time ago and, um, and, and she left me for a celebrity and it, he like flew her to Italy, flew her to Hawaii, all of this stuff. And I, it was like my first romance. I was in my twenties and it blew, like it crushed me. So I'm like, if this dude is not famous, it's like a double crush. It's your wife first off. And then also it's a celebrity on top of that. Wait, can you say who she left you for? Justin Timberlake. No, I can't say that. No, um, no, I, I can't actually, I cannot say that, but it was, it was somebody that's still actually really uh, huge, but not in uh, it's more of a creator way kind of, but it's somebody that everybody okay. would know. <gasps> Seth McFarlane. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're very, you're warm. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, you heard what I was about to say. Mm -hmm. The next name. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're whispering it. Everyone's going. <laughs> Wait, can I? Well, now can I say? Like, can you not watch South Park? I. Oh God. Uh, you know what? This is so. I mean, this is this is literally like twenty. This is like literally like this is like a decades. I mean, not decades, but like this was a long time ago, and it was just that was my uh, high school girlfriend, and we. I mean, like it was just. But it was brutal. It was the time that like South Park was huge. They had been nominated for an Oscar for the thing. And like there were billboards in Los Angeles everywhere. And uh, it was like my first romance. So like it was my first heartbreak. And it it and just the thought of ever you would go out and people would be talking about South Park and how amazing. And I even loved South Park. Like I even I could never watch it again. And and from what I know, like he's a really good dude. And, you know, we were young, like we're in our 20s. Like it was, I mean, now looking back, but at the time it floor, I mean, I had never felt pain like that. My buddy was like, you'll only feel pain like this once in your life. And, but that's, isn't that so true though? Cause then you get your heart broken or you, you know, it's like that muscle, you're kind of used to that feeling. You're like, oh, that's heartache, you know, and you get over it quicker, you know? I'm so sorry I brought it up. Are you crying? No, no, no. Uh <laughs> Can we, can we stop? Please, can we stop? Yeah. No, listen, you're not alone. I've felt pain like that as well, a deep pain, and I put it in the book. I put him in the book. Oh, really? Book. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Maybe I'm going to put it in my book then. The So yeah. Bad It's Good book. That is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving, moving on. Yes. So the husband did know. I just went back and reread. They got caught and the husband scrolled through her phone. And that's oh, when he that's realized it, yeah. it's been happening for a long time. So mm. Jay's busted and Kristen is great and cool. She's amazing. She's awesome. We obviously. Um, okay. Oh my God. I'm like bursting. I cannot fucking wait to talk about this. I don't have a lot of information, you guys, so I apologize, but this is fucking major. I know who Bradley Cooper is dating. It's so he's not back with Irina at all. No. Who is it? Yeah, I could see like your thinking cap is on. I could see that. Yeah, he yeah, just yeah. Literally, like put it on. Okay. Trying to think of the movies he's worked on recently. I'm trying to go through no, everything. No, no. Think of New okay. York. Okay, I know you read. I know Ramona you read. Singer. Oh my God, it's Ramona Singer. <laughs> no, 
I know you read my Instagram account when you can. She yeah. is she is often featured in Sunday Spotted in New York City. So think New York City. Think the scene in New York City. Think where Bradley Cooper, maybe you don't know this. Maybe I just know it because I get all the sightings where he's often seen at dinner. She's an actress. She's a young, younger actress. Very, very pretty. Uh, I can't, I'm not like, I now I'm just thinking of like people like Sydney Sweeney. No, Mila, uh, Sydney Sweeney. No, okay, she Jacob was on Lord, Glee. Kaya Gerber. She was on what? Glee. Oh, uh, uh, well, not, no, nah, not, not, uh, uh, the blonde. Yeah. The, yeah. Diana. Yeah. Good for Diana. Good for both of them. Wow. Do you know any, uh, how do you know this? Well, I can't tell you that. <laughs> okay, I'm just 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 prying. I'm just prying. Um, this is how how new is it? Do you know how new this is? It's pretty new. I can't tell you how I know the person was you know adamant after the first person told me. I asked around, and a few other people confirmed that it's true. I think it's pretty new. Can't, oh my gosh. Well, good. I mean, yeah. I thought he was going to wind back up with Irina for some reason, or at least I, I thought that's what they were trying to present to the public for a, for a second after the Kanye stuff. But I'm uh, I that that's great. But I can we all just petition Bradley to grow back the Star Is Born beard? Like that was his best look. I do. I he needs hair on his face. Yeah, he did look really, really good during that time. Yeah. I mean, he looks pretty good now. I thought he looked okay at the Met. I didn't think he looked great i thought he looked okay but isn't it weird that like that's what about celebrity culture right now is that we talk more now about the influencers at these things and like the jack harlows or the emma chamberlains than we do these actual movie stars like i'm so scared that we've moved on in pop culture from these things that used to be the big deal like i was watching sarah jessica parker at the met gala and i was just like what a what an icon of the met gala and i feel like she didn't even get that much press you know like we've we've really moved on in so many ways and it is kind of weird it's like that that circle of life but it, it's not as much like what it used to be for actors I feel like the Bradley Cooper I, I can kind of remember picture his outfit but not really and I'm just like I want that excitement for actors again and I feel like we've kind of lost that a little bit yes so I totally agree with you but also I think that that's there's two issues that we need to think about when we're asking ourselves the question. Are A-listers and real movie stars being invited and just declining the invitation because they don't want to go to the Met? Or are they not being invited? I think they're being, I mean, Anna Winter, I, 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 would, I would assume they would be being invited, but I just feel like there's a cultural vacuum right now where it's, it's Kardashians or bust. Like they suck up all the air in pop culture right now. And then that, filters down to influencers and things like that, or new, very new music artists in some cases. I mean, Jack Harlow, I still consider new. I mean, I feel like that is the filtering that it's going through instead of like old school, where you would see really more actors and actors of repute and things like that. And, and these kind of icons of stage and screen and music. And I just feel like it's just so different. And I'm not saying that's bad, but it is something that uh, it has taken a while to get used to. And I think that's also because of streaming. There's just too much content out there right now where it's easier to pay attention to your local influencer you know yeah i agree i think it's also disappointing kind of in oh a way very i mean very much so but i don't know if that makes me that's just me being a dinosaur and kind of holding on to what i love so much 
growing up. And I, I sometimes wonder that. I mean, like I was so obsessed with pop culture. I mean, I was the guy that got Us Weekly before the internet and would like, those were the the paparazzi photos that I would like go, oh my God, look at this, look at this. And it's everywhere now. You know, it's it's so it's so all encompassing and I love that, but it's so much to keep up with. And with the influencer stuff, it's like, I, I really, like I was just recently, like, I, I know this, like Emma Chamberlain, I'm just figuring her out. And I'm like, where have I been? And I am like, was, was I Rip Van Winkle? And I fell asleep for 10 years while this girl was happening. And all of a sudden she's everywhere. Or even the Tinks drama. Like I had to take a crash course and all of that. And it's just, it's so wild. You talk about influencers and Emma Chamberlain was a YouTuber first. Do you talk yeah, about yes, yeah. That? We, we Do you talk I, about I, them I, on your podcast. Yeah. Lex Nico was on this week and she caught me up on all my Emma Chamberlain knowledge. And Emma seems really cool. And I kind of like did some research. The Tink stuff was a little harder for me to understand. We did a bunch of stuff on Tinks. Uh, because I was just coming from an outsider's perspective of, okay, well, reading this and this and this doesn't seem great. And I was trying to get her because so many people were so passionate and in love with her. And even my listeners were like, I love her. She made me feel this and this. And I'm like, wow, people are really saying how deeply Tinks made them felt feel. And I, you got to respect that. You got to like, okay, well, I want to try to figure this out. And it was hard for me also as like a, a, a older male to really, I'm like, oh yeah, those rich mom videos, those are pretty funny. But then I was like, wait a sec, we're just celebrating. She gets to have expensive coffee every day. Like I don't, I don't like it, it, it's, it, I blame that more on me than influencer culture, but it is interesting to find like these people are really, they go to bat for these people. They go to war for these people. And I find that so interesting as opposed to somebody like Taylor Swift, who I can be like, man, that that girl seems like she works her ass off and she's just so inspiring even to me. Um, and I just think there's like a little bit of difference between like a Taylor and a Tinks, you know, a huge difference. Okay, good. I get, I get scared. Listen, I'm trying to tiptoe. I'm trying to tiptoe around it. Cause I know that I don't know what the, the temperature is out there for this stuff, because I'm just like, these like Taylor, like somebody like that. It's like been, you know, what, 15 years of dominance and like keeps getting better. And, you know, a lot of influencers, it's like, they're here for a uh, a good time, not a long time. You know, it's like it feels like they blow up really huge. I mean, just like I'm even shocked at seeing like all of a sudden they're everywhere and then something happens and they kind of have this fall from grace. And it'll be interesting to see how these people pick themselves back up and if they have the talent to take them to the next level or even the management behind them, which has a huge uh, part in all of this. Yeah, I mean, I try not to. I used to post about influencers, but now I don't. And so many people ask me about the Tinks situation and if I had had any information about her. And I do have information about her and I've had information about her and I've been getting emails about her for months before this and nothing to do with the Twitter. But I just choose not to post them because I feel like we're all in the same boat, right? Like, you know, she's more of an influencer. You and I do the same thing, but we're all creators. We're yeah. all on the same platforms. I don't like it when other creators, creators, you know, not the press or not celebrities, creators, people who I consider my peers. I don't like it when they criticize my platform or criticize me, especially if they don't know me. So I decided a long time ago that I wasn't going to post about them out of just like respect yeah. for that. We're all kind of like coworkers in a way. So I didn't post about the tank stuff 
for that reason, it got to the point where I had to address it because I was getting so many questions about it. I couldn't ignore it. But I think that she'll still have the support of her followers. Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be those that loyal base. And it seems like she's, you know, all all systems are back to normal doing her old thing already. It seems like just comments are off. But I just found that interesting of somebody that kind of just came to uh, know who she was. And I remember at Coachella, I recorded an episode for Monday, a pop culture roundup with Sophie Ross. And we were talking about, you know, those rumors. And then the next week it had all blown up. And I got really scared because I, you probably get the, I got scared because I started being mentioned in like daily mail articles involving tanks because, you know, we had talked about this on the podcast and I got, I was just like, yo, 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 I don't want to be involved in this narrative. You know, like I'm, I'm fascinated with it because it's pop culture, but in no way do I ever want to uh, make it harder for somebody out there, you know, with a, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't want to be a part of that. Uh, I want to make fun of like Bravo liberties, you know? Right. No, I totally hear you. And Sophie actually, I think is credited for bringing, Really bringing the yeah, because she wrote she wrote the article about it. And then like so we had her on that week and then she's on every Monday. And so Monday she came back on and we had a big conversation about it. And I had to tell people like beforehand, I was like, give like, hey, guys, like if you're here and you're a Tinks fan listening, I'm not. I'm like, let me explain this. I'm just trying to figure this out. Uh, Everything's going to be okay in the long run, because, you know, I know these people come to these things. And then they're just angry, you know, they're just angry and they want something to be angry about because this is their favorite person. And I totally understand that kind of uh, fandom or allegiance, but it is weird to kind of get a small taste of that or get um, like, you know, minusculely caught up in it. So let's move on from influencers and talk about someone who, when they recently were arrested. I received a lot of DMs about them and I didn't have any information, but I've since been sent an interaction that somebody had with them. And I'm talking about Ezra Miller. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food 
with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the Farmer's Dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. who was arrested twice, actually, once for the alleged harassment at a karaoke bar and a second time for a second-degree assault in a home in Hawaii. I believe they were both, both arrests were in Hawaii. Now, Ezra is set to play Barry Allen in The Flash, and there were recent rumors that because of recent arrest, Ezra Miller was going to be replaced by Dylan O'Brien, which I think the fans were probably pretty stoked about because I know all my followers love Dylan. But I have a quote that says it's from a source, not my source. It's from an online source that says WB is not considering replacing Ezra Miller on The Flash Miller was arrested twice in Hawaii this year, once for disorderly conduct and harassment and again for second degree assault. So both arrests have not affected their job, which is kind of shocking. Wouldn't you say, Ryan? It's it's extremely shocking. This is such an interesting story because you can actually throw it back to celebrity pop culture from like two decades ago. If you think about somebody like Robert Downey Jr. Now, Robert Downey Jr. shows that you can actually rehab an image like a lot of people don't realize Robert Downey Jr. went through a very similar thing where he was arrested multiple times. He woke up in a kid's bed, a kid's race car bed in a house that he like he had broken into. Yes, and, you know, he right. dealt through. Robert Downey Jr. went to prison. People like forget about all this because there's been so much time has passed. And, you know, watching that dude, like I remember being like and he was one of my favorite actors. And like I was so pained when he was going through this because I was like, oh, there's no way he's going to ever be OK, you know, unless he gets serious help. And he would go to rehab and then, you know, he would fall off the wagon and all of this stuff. I remember an Ali McBeal, he got arrested again when he was on there. And that's what sent him to prison, I believe. But he rehabbed his image so great. Now we're dealing with a very similar thing with Ezra, who they are a very talented actor. I, I, you know, just just really, truly incredible. I've loved them since uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. I just thought incredible. But you have two things at play. You have a mega corporation like Warner Brothers that has already shot this movie, The Flash, with Michael Keaton coming back as the old Batman. You have all of this already being done. You're throwing $200 million at this movie that has already wrapped. And they're waiting another year to release it. And now Warner Brothers really has a problem because Ezra seems like is going wild from all accounts in uh, yes. that we're getting out yes. of Hawaii. And it's really scary because you have an investment and this person, the flash is supposed to be in every other one of those superhero movies. And you need to be able to trust that actor that they can handle such a big 
uh, a big part and a big role in a franchise. It's funny that you said that we're hearing, you know, all these accounts of them kind of going off the rails because that's exactly what I'm about to read. And this doesn't take place in Hawaii. This takes place in New York. And it was from this week. Somebody messaged me and really they were just messaging me because they were upset. They had an encounter with them and they were upset. So let me just read you what this person wrote in about Ezra. They were at a bar on Avenue A. It's a a dive bar on Avenue A. And my source said Ezra was trying to convince my date that he was gay. Going on and on, picking apart his outfit, explaining why each part was gay. Ezra reached over and grabbed my arm and was like, are you fucking this man? He's gay. And I went off on Ezra. And I said, was Ezra intoxicated? And this person says, I have no idea. I went to the bathroom. And when I came back, Ezra was talking to my date. And then I heard what Ezra was saying. And I was like, wow, that is so not okay. Ezra's friend was rolling a joint at the table behind us. And he weirdly had six different bags of edibles out in front of him. A very weird situation. That's the whole encounter. But they were upset. They were on a date. You know, the, the yeah. person who sent this in was on a date. And who knows what kind of date it was. Maybe it was a first date. Imagine, no, I mean, yeah. you know, sitting next to a celebrity. <laughs> and someone <laughs> yeah, saying yeah, to you, oh, your date's gay. Yeah, we, we need Ezra around Jay Cutler immediately. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, no, I, I listen, this is and this is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I take that stuff very seriously. What it appears from the outside, and this is just the outside, but we've seen now videos of them just acting a fool in a bunch of different settings in Hawaii. Now, I'm so glad they're out of Hawaii because I was like, somebody get them out of Hawaii. But it's sad because this behavior seems to still be going on and they don't seem to have the right people around them to actually help them, which makes me think that they're refusing any kind of uh, treatment, uh, something like that. And I think what we're possibly seeing, you know, there seems to be a little bit of uh, Kanye behavior mixed in or just from a a pop culture lens. Um, So I really get scared because if you study pop culture, it's a a flat circle, everything repeats itself. There will be more arrests. Like I, I started thinking like, how many times can you get arrested? Like, it seemed for a while that he they were getting arrested regularly. And I mean, I'm just telling you, when hundreds of millions of dollars of other people's money are involved, like that's a really serious thing. And if they are still doing the same behavior, it becomes so much bigger than just the person, unfortunately, because now you're involving conglomerates. You're involving superhero franchises, which is one of the most precious assets that Warner Brothers ever has. And they're trying to compete against Marvel. So it's this really, I think the Dylan O'Brien thing, I'm really not bummed, but I'm, I'm really interested to hear that isn't true because I thought <clears throat> you, you take this multiverse and you just say, oh, we're in a different multiverse. And now it's Dylan is the flash because you need somebody that can carry this responsibly. Like not everybody can live the life how they want to live. Like, I don't care what Britney posts on Instagram, everybody live the life you want to live. But when you're in you know, responsible for other people's money, I think it becomes a little bit of a different conversation. And I don't mean to sound um, uh, mean about that. I just, I think that to be true. No, I totally, I totally agree with you. And 
it's funny because the next piece of information I want to talk about is also a franchise. Sorry, I thought it was superheroes for a second, but I think it's actually <laughs> a vamp. It's a vampire franchise, but still, oh. it's a, oh. a big franchise. Uh, <laughs> what? Please, please Wait. tell me Twilight's coming. Please tell me no, we're getting that. Is Jacob coming back? Yeah. No, this is definitely not about Twilight. This was a blind item that I've been trying to read on the pod- the podcast the past two weeks, but we we keep running out of time. So I just wanted to get this out there before too much time passes. This was an old blind item. It says this CW showrunner isn't as much of a monster as the fans think. It's this actress's behind the scenes behavior with her co-stars that caused her to be isolated and leave her show. So I don't watch this show and there were a bunch of guesses on Reveal Moi, but somebody who worked on the show messaged me. So I'm going to read you what they had to say in response to this blind item. They said they believed that the blind item was about Kaylee from Legacies. This person worked on the Vampire Diaries and Originals for most seasons, and most of the crew from both of those shows went to Legacies for the first season, but she was not the nicest person on set. Consistently complaining about fans and expectations and her storyline, and it was just not a good vibe. It's a hard show to work on because it has such a loyal fan base. But out of every show I've worked on, the actual work conditions were incredible. Julie and company. Now, Julie is the showrunner that was just referred to in the blind. Julie and company and the producers are honestly amazing people. And a lot of the rumors about them are such bullshit. Julie is literally the nicest, in all caps, producer I ever worked with. So it's annoying to hear the bad slander when 90% of it is bullshit. So Julie, the showrunner, was... Yeah, I'm looking, um, I have her stuff up right now, yeah. So Julie Pleck, Mm -hmm. she was the showrunner for the originals as well as its spinoff, The Legacies, and on January of 2020, it was announced that she had signed a four-year production deal with Universal, effectively ending her seemingly long career at the CW. So I guess, you know, those CW shows, I don't I don't watch them, but they have a crazy fan base. I don't know if you've ever, if you post about any of that stuff or if you I ever- actually, yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I am very aware of them and, and you know, uh, but uh, yeah, I don't personally, I'm not wrapped up in the Vampire Diaries uh, franchise. It's such a good, the va- I mean, I watched the Vampire Diaries several <laughs> times, the whole entire series. It's like my safe space show. It's just like really nice to have on, like once you watch yeah. the whole series to have on in the background is background noise. Or if it's like raining outside, it's like really cozy to like watch it on the couch. Yeah. Blanket. But I didn't watch the originals or legacies. Well, so I mean, so basically, this is uh, no. I just, I, I sorry, I You're was like laughing la- because I, are you laughing? Well, at me, Ryan? Beca- because I like to think of Dumois <laughs> with a little like blanket and a glass of wine and like a nice candle lit, and she's like, "This is my safe space." And like, and I, I kind of was imagining you with the voice, like, "This is my safe space." Like, I kind of, I have this picture of you relaxing on a Sunday, and it, it just makes me laugh. It 
mean, I do relax, Ryan. <laughs> no, I don't know how you relax right now. By the way, that's the you got to come back on the show because I need to ask you what it's like to all of a sudden be like part of the celebrity gossip. Like we start to gossip about you. And it's like there's so many levels of inception happening in your career right now that it is mind blowing to me. Like, so, sorry to get off the topic, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how you relax. I know I, I relax by not leaving my apartment. I like I rarely go out. So all of this doesn't seem all of this is very surreal. None of it really seems, you know, real because it's just me in my apartment, like on my phone posting shit. Yeah. Like it always started. It's always started as like, that's all these accounts start with. It's like somebody in bed, like just like messing around talking about their loves or talking about, and then it's just weird to watch the progression. Like I, like I remember you came on for the first time on my show, like two years ago. And I, I was trying to pull the audio, but I was like, I think they will make an HBO Max show of your life one day. And I know this isn't exactly that, you, you know, like the book is its own thing. But I was just like, this is amazing. Like, this is. <gasps> you said all- that, Ryan? Yes. Yes. I said, we, I, I, I literally. And we were talking. Uh, I know you're not Gossip Girl, but I was saying and I also had predicted you would be mentioned on Gossip Girl, the reboot one day, which I thought you, you like. So I had like a list of predictions and like pretty much. I mean, all of them have come true, except your headlining Coachella, which I think maybe next year. <laughs> Wait, that's so wild. I don't even remember that. That's yeah, so it was the first, crazy. It was like two years ago. It was like pandemic, like like what, fully in pandemic still when we first talked. Yeah, you were one of the first podcasts I've ever, I ever did. To yeah, be it was honest. you and I Not Skinny, Not Fat. You had just done Not Skinny, Not Fat, I think a couple weeks before or something. And then we talked. But it's just wild because that seems like yesterday to me, even though it's been two years because time means nothing anymore. And pop culture just kind of is all encompassing that I can't even tell the difference between seasons anymore doing all of this. Yeah, it becomes like, I don't know if you feel the same way I was thinking about this. Like, and it kind of just goes back to your question about like, how do I feel? Like, you're just basically going day to day doing the same thing that you always do. Like, you're posting, you're doing the podcast, you're (laughs) trying to figure out who's, you know, who's cast on the new New York City Housewives. You don't take a minute to like actually realize what's going on in your own life. Oh, yeah. Life is like out of the window or when you try to have a normal life, you kind of fail miserably. Like you find yourself uh, not being a good friend anymore at times, not being able to uh, uh, date properly. You find yourself like all of these things that and pandemic really encouraged it where we were encouraged to not have lives except for our screens. And I, right. I became even more used to it than I already had been because this has always been my passion. It was like pop culture and celebrity gossip. So it was always that, but it just became so much more extreme. So coming out of that bubble is so painful in certain ways because you're having, it's like relearning to walk in certain yep. ways. And I'm sure everybody listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like we're getting used to all, like I went to Coachella and I was like, oh my God, like this many, I haven't seen this many people in years. And all of a sudden I'm trying to remember what it was like when I went to Coachella before and I'm reminding myself this is such a privilege to be here and so fun. But at the same time, I'm scared and like it was just every it's all weird and how it ties in with what I'm doing and what you're doing is just I never could have predicted this life for me. And I'm sure you could never have predicted any of this. No, I didn't predict it. I didn't plan it. Um, You know. I worked hard at it. I mean, I think I kind of downplay like actually how much work goes into this account. And I think that some people realize it and some people think that because I use the disclaimer that I don't verify any information, that it's very willy nilly. And that could be the farthest from the truth. Like there, like so much work has gone into creating this brand and, you know, running this account that I feel 
you know, when people send me <laughs> yeah. like appreciative messages, like the, th that makes it all worth it. Cause I'm like, oh, wow, it, like, thank it, you. It, it takes so much work to look this stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I come from a different <laughs> take. That, no, no, like I come from like a silly aspect. I come from like, you know, everything, you know, I come from a little bit of a different thing. There's a lot of like information on my pods and Instagram, but it's all kind of tried to make you laugh or try to be goofy, but it takes a lot. I've never worked this hard in my life, but also yeah, I've never same. had some, I've never had somebody care as much as I have. Like it shocks me and it almost overwhelms me. And I can't imagine what it's like for you with your audience, but it, it's just like somebody will say something nice. And I'm just, I don't even know. I'm such a weirdo. I don't even know how to take it in. Like, I'm like, oh, no, 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 I, I gotta go. I, you know, like, I don't know. I have <laughs> unopened cards. Like I have, no, I have unopened. Like Aww. I can't wait. I sent you a card. I've sent you a card. Did you get it? I did. Okay. It's not been opened. You didn't open the card I sent you literally a year ago. I told you, I do want, I just told you that I get really, it was like all a surprise and it was so much. And I like, I started tearing up and then I was just like, I can't it, see this is too, this is like therapy now. It's just, it, listen, I, I'm trying to, I'm very ill prepared for what this life is turning out to be. I'm extremely disorganized and this has always been my love, but I'm trying to catch up to all of the things that I need to be that I never had been up to this point, like organized, all of this stuff, you know, and it's like, it's a, it's a lot, you know? Yeah. Well, you work super hard. I know you do. And you deserve every ounce of success that is coming your way. And I, and I'm sure there'll be more, you know, like I'm sure this is just the beginning, but yeah, no, it's, it was so exciting. And the, I got picked up by iHeartRadio over the pandemic. Like when I first talked to you, it was completely independent. Like it has been wild. And that's all because of the listeners and like, they've been so loyal and shouted me out and stuff, but it is, you know, it's like one of those things it takes for me, it's going to take 20 years to become an overnight success. You know, I don't think that's true, Ryan. No, I'm saying like I, I've been no, I'm saying I've been in this town for so long. Like I've been acting. I've been doing all of this stuff. And it's so funny that this is the thing, like my actual love that I was the weird kid in Kansas where I would go to the store and I'd beg my mom to to get a, a, a Hollywood reporter because she would let me buy one magazine. And it would be like because I was just so fascinated with Hollywood and pop culture. And it's just so funny that this is and the, the fact that I get to talk to you like I, you know, like, you know, like we know each other, but I still I love the concept of you. I love that you're like Batman. Uh, but anyway, sorry. Sorry. I just totally derailed that. Sorry about the showrunner. No. When you first said that, I thought about Joss Whedon, by the way. Oh, God, no. Because that was an original. Him. Wasn't like wasn't Buffy on one of those like like WWWB or something? God, they were on two channels. They switched networks. I forgot. But the I'm saying, isn't one. that interesting, though, that like pop culture really does like these major stories. I mean, I just humanity, it always repeats, you know, like, cause that was my first thought you were talking about showrunners and, you know, a vampire thing. And I was like, Oh, Buffy. And, and then you're like, Oh no, it's a new age. It's a vampire. Diet. Yeah. Okay. Ferris, we're about to talk about one of my favorite things. Do you know what it is? Oh girl. <laughs> I know. It starts with a capital D. Yeah. That's DoorDash. <laughs> Did you know you can order alcohol on DoorDash? You can? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. And I love this about DoorDash, especially if I'm having company like on a Friday night or Thursday night and I'm working all day and I don't have time to run to the store or run to the liquor store. I can just order it on DoorDash. You can dash it. I can dash it. Don't have to leave. Can continue working, continue in the newsroom, mm -hmm. never have to leave the newsroom. 
basically. Wow. So you can just like get that news out there at the same time as making sure your incoming guests are going to have the libations that they want. Exactly. Which is why I love DoorDash. It makes it so convenient, so seamless, so easy. I've never been let down by a DoorDash delivery. I mean, that's true. Ain't that the (laughs) truth. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails. We love a mocktail. And more can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code DOYOU24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. And also, Josh has a really, really bad reputation. I don't know if oh, you know that. Oh, very. Yeah, he's yeah. tried to rehab it for years now, and it's just not It's not taking. Yeah. Well, the last thing I just want to touch on quickly is I have a phone number now where people can call and leave me a message. I posted it on my Instagram stories today, but I'll just tell you guys what it is. It's 213-373-4217. That's 213-373-4217. 4217. And if you just let it ring and let the voicemail pick up, leave a message. Um, I'm going to start reading some of the voicemails. And I got a bunch today, but there's one specifically I just want to touch on before we part ways, which I'm so sad that. No, we keep going. I do three hour <laughs> pods. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. So this is my very first voicemail. I'm reading it. Hey. My name is Julia. Feel free to use this on your podcast, which you guys, if you leave a voice message, you have to just give your consent that I could read it. My question for you is in regards to the trials, like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. What is your thought on viewing it as some form of entertainment? I know I've seen a lot online about people who are not happy with the fact that it's being treated like entertainment and lots of people who are using it as a way to bring up conversations and pop culture that are important conversations to have. I want to know what your take on it is. Do you think that it's not cool that we're viewing it as entertainment? I want to address this because I posted an Instagram account and I directed people to sort of, hey, if you're interested in the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trials, check out this Instagram account. I wasn't following that account. And I didn't realize that so many people had such a strong reaction about this account. Um, do you know what account, the account I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I know exactly. I don't know if we're saying right. it, but I know exactly. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say it because people are upset by this account. And I definitely don't want to upset you know, people who've been in similar situations, you know, whether it be legal situations or domestic abuse, abuse situations like that. That's not my intent. I didn't follow the account, so I didn't really know what it was about. But there are tons of reels and TikToks about the case. And, you know, I would be hypocritical if I didn't say I didn't watch them. You know, some of them are informative. Some of them are entertainment. Some of them are 
presented in a humorous fashion. And I personally would not post anything about this case in an entertainment type value. That's just me personally. How about you, Ryan, as a creator? Yeah, this is, it's such a great uh, question. And, and we've been actually talking about this on, on my show a bunch, actually, on this past Monday, especially because it is so interesting. It's that marriage, like we're all of a sudden, you know, whether it be Bravo or this, all of a sudden we've intersected now true crime with like Beverly Hills and Erica Jane into reality. And we're like these real domestic uh, abuse situations, you know, and we're now watching it. And if you check the ratings, it's like getting higher ratings than some cable shows. We're treating this like I, I predicted that on the show Monday, I said, we're going to come to the end of this trial and they're going to be like, did, did it get picked up for season two? Because I love it. Yeah. You know, like it's it's so wild when we start to actually look at it. And these are two actors. These are people that our brains are used to seeing on our TV screens and our movie screens. And so it fits really like, oh, OK, like it feels almost normal. And you almost have to take a step back and go, this is real. Like this is this is really happening. We have this culture now, which we're a part of where we expect to know everything like all we're like these nitty gritty details of allegedly like coke buckets and and all of the all this wildness and we hear all of it now and we're kind of used to it we're desensitized in a certain way or at least some of us are and it's really i'm actually having uh kiki or talk of shame on the podcast this week i'm talking to her oh, tomorrow i love because her she's another one who uh, has been, I mean, I think she like started talking about this. She gained like 50,000 followers just from this trial, talking about it in a really great way. Like I really love Kiki and I, uh, I just think it's such Let's an interesting give her, thing. Her account, a shout out. Yeah. Uh, at the, shame. at the talk of shame, at the, the talk of shame, Kiki Monique is her name. And she's always been so just awesome. Like she's one of the people that started around the time that I did and, and, uh, always been great, but she, I love her take on things and, but you're right. If you get on TikTok, which, you know, it's like I'm getting that and like pimple popping videos. It's all like oh, Johnny God. Depp, Amber Heard or yeah, I'm in a pimple poppy. But it's just really scary in a way, because it is then scary. that's what we had, we adjust to. Like, even if you think of it as housewives, you know, these other like uh, Atlanta or something, you know, it's like Beverly Hills was centered around a crime, supposedly, maybe allegedly uh, Salt Lake. We had this big Jen Shaw thing, but Atlanta doesn't have a real crime. Are they going to succeed? Are we too used to these big things that almost I don't know, sometimes when these crimes get involved, it just makes it uh, it makes it not fun to watch. Like it makes it like you're like, oh, no, this is like real stuff that is happening you're hearing about real abuse real crime and it's titillating mm. but there's something um there's something that just doesn't go down smooth it feels it feels wrong or at least for me it does no it does feel wrong i agree with that it feels wrong but like like i said like i'd be lying if i said i didn't watch it if i didn't oh, totally watch totally <laughs> and and i think it's a good point that you made you know we're becoming so desensitized to these serious issues because of you know, trial, a trial like this. And yeah. it's, it's a but shame. And we, we've slowly chipped, chipped away at our comfortability with things. I mean, you can even bring the Kardashians into this. Like, I don't love the Kardashians, but I watch the show because I got to keep an eye on it. Like I got to, I like you, you know, you would be ignorant if you study pop culture and you don't study the Kardashians, you would be ignorant in a way if you do what you do and you don't, you aren't aware of this, you know, like, I don't think it's healthy to promote it, 
but you want to be aware of something that is turning out to be one of the bigger pop culture stories of 2022. Like this is bigger than anything Johnny Depp's had on his plate for, for years in terms of just relevancy and his image on a screen. Right. You're right. Well, thank you, Julia, for your very thoughtful question. And you guys can keep leaving voice messages and I'll pick some questions and read them every week. Again, the number is 213-373-4217. And that's all we have for today, Ryan. No, no. This is like a Make-A-Wish Foundation. No, we got to keep going. No, no. This has just been so amazing. Thank you for this. I truly have always been a fan of your account. So it's always a really happy day when I get a get a talk to you, and and hopefully when your book comes out, you'll 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 grace the show again. Um, but it's uh, it's just I, I love talking about this stuff. So thank you so much for doing what you do because I genuinely really really love it. Well, thank you so much for your support. You were an early on supporter, which really meant a lot to me because you had your account before I even had my account. You were on the scene, so. It always means, you know, when somebody else who kind of does what you do, you know, shows support and is like, hey, I love what you're doing. Like that means the world to me. So thank you. And I love talking to you. I hope you'll come on again. Oh, my God. Anytime. And you guys, if you want to give my pod a shot, please yeah. do. Uh, we do so much content. I'm going to be doing Beverly Hills recap this week uh, for the season premiere, which I've already watched. And it's amazing. Uh, we do a pop culture roundup on Monday. We do uh, just, it's tons of silliness and goofiness. And if you're looking for a laugh and we have some serious conversations, it's all there. Give it a shot. Uh, and, and follow me on Instagram because you're not going to see me otherwise because they have strangled me on there. Please, Mr. Instagram, give me my account back. Wait, is that why when I was searching your account, I couldn't find you? I had to go to yes. a DM. Yes. Like, say, yeah. So it's so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey on Instagram. You have to literally type in, I think, pretty much the whole title at this point to find me because it's really scary how they do that. They just take away all kinds of access to you. Like you can keep your account and like people that follow me kind of will see my posts here and there. But it's just so much different than when they don't do that to you, you know, like there's like flowing information very easily. And it's frustrating because you work so hard at this stuff. Like, like I said, it takes a lot of work to be this idiotic because I post so many silly memes, but mm. it's so much. So it's really, it's just kind of frustrating because you're like, oh man, I have to wait till July 18th for people to like actually see this stuff again, unless you search me out. Uh, by the way, this sounds like the biggest whiner ever. I know. How <laughs> Champagne problems. Yeah. yeah, I know. Seriously. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. But I will tag you when this episode comes out. So you guys click on my tag and that will be the easiest way for you to follow him for now because Thank I you. had a hard time following you also. So. Oh, how dare you, Instagram? <laughs> You're going to lose me to TikTok. You're going to lose me to TikTok. I, actually, I don't. I think you showed up on my For You page because I didn't know you had a TikTok. I it was just recent and I'm trying to figure out like my brain, like of what silliness and what. And then immediately I got in trouble on TikTok because I posted a video. Remember the Lindsay Lohan, Vanessa Manillo knife photos from back, like yes. like cultural moment in pop yes. culture. And I posted a video about that of like it was an anniversary of these photos and it got removed for violent. I didn't even think like that's how desensitized yeah. I am. I'm like, oh, that's just a famous knife photo. Like we all remember those photos. And I posted it got immediately removed. And I was like, oh, my God, I've got to work on my sensitation. Oh, that's just a famous knife photo. Yeah. <laughs> It's, you know that oh, OJ. Yeah. It's like part of pop culture. 
Um, Okay, guys. Thank you for listening. See you next week. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, you can also follow me on Instagram at DeMois.